Listen, it's just like buying a car. You test drive that <laughs> shit before you take it home. Becca Pearson. I'm really excited today, which I think I say every time I start this, because I am here with my good friend, Lindsay Zamora. We met, I think, almost six years ago at a photography workshop. She is a extremely talented wedding planner and designer. And the minute I met her, I knew, okay, this girl is someone that I want to be friends with and who will eventually one day design my wedding. (laughs) And both of those things happened. So I'm so excited that you're here. Say hi to the people. Hello. (laughs) So I'm so excited you're here. We're going to start with a few little icebreakers because they're fun. And it's the same (laughs) questions I asked Seth last time, but... I'm going to be honest, it's because I was slightly underprepared. Okay. Um, <laughs> but they're just fun little icebreakers, and we'll ask some like more fun or, I guess, deep questions later. I've got a little book for that. All right. So. I'm ready. If you were an ice cream flavor, <laughs> oh. which would you be and why? Hmm. I don't even know ice cream flavors. Um <laughs> <laughs> Probably, <laughs> do they have like a sweet, salty caramel um, ice cream? I'm is sure there is. I'm sure like Ben and Jerry's has touched on that. I guess I would, I would be that because <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, one, I like sweet and like savory foods mm-hmm. and I guess. I feel like it kind of like reflects my personality. I feel like whenever I'm working, I'm very like more professional. And then whenever I'm not in the working scene and I have some wine, <laughs> yeah. I like let loose a little bit and I'm not so like serious. Yeah. So yeah. I totally see that. That is definitely you for sure. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. I know you don't watch a lot of like TV and stuff, but what is your favorite movie? I'm sure you've got a favorite. <sighs> Becca, you're making me think. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't even deep this questions. This is really hard. I have a three-year-old. I don't know what I did two hours ago. Okay. Well, um, there's got to be something. You're, you know, you've been around for a while. <laughs> We're both in our third. Well, I'm not 30 yet, but. Are you serious? <laughs> No, I turned 30 in March. Oh, okay, I didn't You're know like, that. oh shit. I know. I'm <laughs> almost 33 and I'm really excited about it. Um, <clears throat> favorite movie. Okay, we'll switch it up. Don't know. Favorite TV show. I know you watch a lot of okay, Netflix. Okay, so yes, we watched like Paw Patrol and Nickelodeon. Um <laughs> I mean, whenever I turn on the TV, like one, I want to either watch Anderson Cooper or, um, I sound so old, like House Hunters. I think you sound like in touch, but House <laughs> or, Hunters, like, I love that the is cooking my mom's sh- I love the cooking stuff. shows. Oh, me too. I don't know. It's, 
it's oh okay one show that i love that i haven't watched in a really long time but i always leave super super inspired is um is it shit no i can't remember the name uh it's not top chef it has chef master chef no it's like on netflix it's like these oh it's like these five star like michelin chefs um what is that um, called it's see i have no we're terrible my memory is shit seth and i started watching it (laughs) and it's so good but we only got chef's table oh chef's table okay it's so good and it's like it's just cool to see these chefs that are like litter i mean you you they're they're not chefs they're artists Mm -hmm. like and they're so creative and it's just the coolest thing to watch like how their brains work and that they can literally create this piece of art that you eat yeah it's crazy i'm not surprised that that's what you chose because i think like art is like in your veins so that i love that okay i'm gonna ask you one more really deep question (laughs) (laughs) hopefully i have the memory capacity to Um, answer (laughs) what skill did you learn when you were younger that you still use today um i guess i don't know like determination yeah i have literally my whole life i've always had like my parents joke that it's like my five-year like my plan my quote-unquote plan Mm -hmm. and it's i've always been like a dreamer i guess like i think like five years ahead of myself all the time i think like so many steps ahead which sometimes gets me in trouble because I'm like you know wanting to do all the things right now and you just realistically can't um but I also feel like I kind of took that whole thing that saying that's like if you want it done right just like do it yourself yourself yeah because like or I mean Robert can attest to this like I just like, I don't wait around for people. Like, I just do it. Yeah. And once I get my mindset on something, there's, like, no turning back. Yeah. I'm the same so, way. I feel like that's probably why we get along so well, too. And yeah. And why, whenever I was getting married, I was like, Lindsay is my girl. Um, okay. So, you guys might notice it's a little echoey. And you might hear a dog snoring in the background. And possibly Lindsay's husband doing a little work in their house. They just moved and they bought a month this ago. A month ago. What is today's date? Is it the twenty eighth? It's the twenty seventh. We, we haven't even been in the house a month. Yeah. So they um I guess last time I was in town and stayed at your house, we talked about and it was at our old house. Um they were thinking about moving, just like one for safety. They had a pool at the other house. It wasn't you know something they wanted to deal with with having a two-year-old at the time two and a half year old and two they needed more space because there could possibly you know in the future be another kid on the way who knows spoiler alert yeah well she's not (laughs) pregnant you guys yeah i'm drinking mimosas (laughs) yeah we're we've got our mimosas we're sitting at the table you know we're just enjoying our morning but you know, it's smart to plan ahead. And yeah. you, like you just said, you plan five years ahead. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Uh, you don't want to move into or be in a home where 
you bring home another baby and it's just like you're on top of each other. Yeah. So if that happens, you've got the space now. But we're a little echoey, but a big thing that I wanted to talk to you about is one guys her living area is gorgeous they like completely replastered the walls like Lindsay and her husband all themselves and the ceiling and it is just if I could have like my dream walls in a home this is exactly what I would want um, but I would probably pay someone and yeah. not kill myself to do it. <laughs> and you would probably have baseboards right now. <laughs> well, I mean, trip around the door. What can you do? You've got it. I love that one, y'all moved in here and you're like, we're going to make this our space and our style. And you have such a specific style and aesthetic, which I absolutely love. Like everything you do, I'm like, do that for me. I need that. I think our realtor hated us. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually a very good friend, but I, was I, say, I didn't felt he like sell you your first house. He did, yeah. And we felt like I love him. He is. We're just we're friends, you know. Yeah. And um, so of course I didn't even I had no other person in mind but him mm-hmm. when we wanted to sell and then buy a new house. Like I knew that I was going to call up Mark. So yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. So I wanted to talk about one living in a home renovation, which luckily you're not having to like completely redo the kitchen or bathrooms right now. Yeah. But doing this, just this alone, while having a three-year-old, while running your own business, while, you know, your husband works a full-time job, like I don't understand how you did it on your own without wanting to die or kill (laughs) your husband. And maybe you did. Uh, No, luckily... (laughs) I was actually very worried about that, but, um, (laughs) it's so funny. I feel like we actually worked really, really well together doing it. It took probably a third of the time that it did on our last house. Okay. Yes. And they did the same thing with their last (laughs) house. We're we're crazy. (laughs) Uh, so I'll give everybody a little bit of a backstory. So we basically skim coated the walls like a thousand square feet right now, um, and the ceilings. So we, that whole process just entitled, uh, includes like mudding the walls three times and then sanding and then priming and then painting. Um, but this time around we, Robert did some research and learned a much quicker technique to do it. So we, I think from the time that we were like literally closed and started ripping off crown molding, um, to painting and hosting my three-year-old's third birthday party at the house was two and a half weeks, maybe three. It's just incredible. If you could see, one, they have only done, what, like not even half of the house. It's just... I, I bet it's about... Mm, it's about half. Okay, so Hopefully. half of the house. They still have another <laughs> half to do. But the half that they chose to get done is just, it's probably the biggest and hardest area. And I mean, I get, I don't even know what to tell you. Whenever, when she gets done and things are looking exactly how she wants, maybe I'll post a photo on the podcast Instagram just to give people an idea. Because I mean, even without baseboards and, you know, <laughs> the, I still have nothing hung on the walls, the molding around the doors. Like it is still gorgeous in here oh, and thank I could you. sit in here all day. Thank so, you. so how was doing all of this while dealing with Luca? Luca is her three-year-old. He's 
precious, but he is wild. He's all He's boy. A and tornado. Just, yeah, just As, a yeah, party. I'm sure a lot of parents can relate to. Um, so there's a little, there's a lot of mom guilt. Um, I mean, whenever we were plastering and sanding, like, I can't have Luca here. Like, I just don't want him to breathe in that stuff. I mean, Robert and I had these like masks that were these like crazy masks that we had to wear. Um, So he spent the night a lot at Robert's mom's house, at my mom's house. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was hard. I mean, it was hard. One, just like living in chaos. I'm the type of person that like, I, I can't focus unless things are, in their mm-hmm. place and it's clean. Um, so living in a house that there was literally no furniture in the living room and the floors were completely covered up by paper for three weeks and there was like dust and paper all over my kitchen was, you know, stressful enough. But then having Luca be literally just bounced around. I mean, my mom didn't help by saying that she like felt like Luca felt like he was like a hot potato, you know, just oh, like being yeah. bounced around. And it's just, it like, it just like rips at your heart. Cause I'm just like, I know that this is really hard for like literally every single person in my house hold right now, plus parents that are helping, but we're just trying to get this shit done. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. please just take him for yes. one more day so that we can just work for 14 hours and yes. like just try to get it done. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, there was some mom guilt that I'm, you know, I, I still am kind of like battling with a little bit, yeah. but, but I mean, I see him, he seems so happy, well, so thrilled. He loves the house. Oh my gosh. Yes. And it's, it's actually been very nice. I mean, his birthday was a week ago and obviously we had people at the house at the birthday, so it was mm-hmm. presentable. Um, and I've noticed a change in him. Yeah. I mean, he just seems, everybody seems calm and just more at ease. Yeah. So I think it, you know, we're starting to see the light of the tunnel. Yeah. And Robert's working on the master bedroom right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if y'all can hear random noises, it's just her husband's probably the handiest person I know. No offense to mine, but I love him. But whenever we do stuff, we pay people, <laughs> you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that because sometimes. We thought about it. Yeah. But he's so handy. If Seth was this handy, I'd be like, we're not paying anyone. We're going to save the money and do it. And Robert and I are both really stubborn. And Robert's very stubborn. And Mm -hmm. he, like, doesn't want to let go yeah, and like having I can, somebody else do it. Well, yes, you it's know? like you said, if you... Which is like good and bad. You I want mean, it done right, you do it yourself. Yeah. And I'm the same way in so many aspects, but I know like if I tried to do this, it would look awful. It would look like your three-year-old <laughs> it's a, it's it. It's a skill. <laughs> it, it's a skill. And luckily we had our last house to practice on. And yeah. so, yeah. Well, I love that. So talk to me a little more about mom guilt. I'm not a mom. I mean, okay. I have dogs and hey, I do feel you, guilty well, whenever I have to leave. Well, main, I, I love mean, our a real Labrador, thing. but we've got a little munchkin French bulldog. And whenever I have to leave him and he looks at me, I know he's upset. So I can't mm-hmm. imagine having a human that I've had inside of me and loved on for so long and then have to be like, okay, see you whenever I see you. We're so busy. And I know I have so many friends and moms who, well, I think every single one of my friends, except for um, one who's just 21, 
um, they all have kids. Mm -hmm. And so I know they all go through the mom guilt and feeling like people are going to judge them for what they're, the choices they're making. So I would love to hear more about how you deal with that mom guilt and how, you know, just how you feel like as a parent, you get beyond it because while so many of my friends, including you, like you have that guilt, I see you as a mom and I know that you do so wonderful, especially with, you know, kids are a handful and that's why I'm like, Oh, I don't really think that's for me, but I will love on your child. I just, I don't want one yeah. because I see how hard it is. Yeah. And I mean, kudos to you. <laughs> so uh, I still feel like I'm figuring it out. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, and that's another thing that I kind of struggle with. Like I, I always want to do like the right thing, mm-hmm. but there is no right thing. And the right thing is like, different for everybody. Exactly. And so that's something that's like a little bit hard for me to accept mm-hmm. that I just have to figure it out and figure out what works with us. And that's yeah. trial and error, Yeah, you know? Um, but I think, I mean, also since he's turned three, it's just, it's obviously it's harder in different ways, mm-hmm. but it's easier in other ways. Like yeah. I feel, I mean, it's so funny. I talked to Robert and I'm like, gosh, I just, I don't know when it happened. Maybe the last like six to nine months, mm-hmm. I felt like we have finally gotten past like the baby stage mm-hmm. and now we're, yeah. we have a little boy Yeah, and I don't know. It's like, I feel like he's older now and we're able to do things like, I feel like I kind of have my old life back Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and that takes so which much is nice. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, we can't just, like, do whatever we want when we want. We have a little kid um, to think about, and we, you know, don't drag him around at 10 o'clock at night and whatever. But, yeah. uh, but it's definitely gotten a little bit easier. And I feel like what helps a little bit with the mom guilt is whenever we do have that family time and now that we're really able to like actually have a conversation with him and he's engaging Mm -hmm. um and playing and seeing his like little imagination and the way that he thinks and the way that he's processing the world yeah is really cool so it kind of it I don't know it like puts things in perspective Mm -hmm. when you experience that yeah so well, good. I just, I mean, watching, I, one thing I love that you said is he is a little boy now. And a funny little story last night, I'm staying at Lindsay and Robert's house. And I got back from photographing a wedding and her little boy woke up and I was like, oh man, he's probably going to like be upset or something. And he just came out to say like, mom, I need to go poop. (laughs) You know, like you let him go to the restroom and then he went back to bed and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, (laughs) yeah, I never know what's going to happen when he wakes up. (laughs) Please just go back to sleep. Yeah. What's the roller coaster going to be tonight? But no, I mean, it was just like, wow, he really is like he's not a baby or a toddler as much anymore. He is becoming a big boy, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just so sweet. And it's nice to see that. I mean, as hard as I'm sure things are on, you know, the rough days that 
there are some really great days and I think y'all do so good. There are days whenever I feel, I'm like, oh gosh, these two, that little boy rules them. <laughs> I know. So, and it was kind of good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shit, Robert, we got to do better. <laughs> <laughs> so like, tell me about that because I, again, I'm not a parent. I, I will never pass judgment, but one thing that I've always seen whenever I've been with y'all, when I think more when Luca was like really in those like rough two-year-old stages. Oh my gosh, when he is was like, like y'all would, months or whatever. Yeah, yeah y'all horrible. would give in more than like be more firm. And I, you know, I grew up a certain way where my parents were like, no, this is what you're doing and you're going to do it. And so it was so different. And even with my siblings and um, my other girlfriends, like it's just so, everyone's so different. And so... Whenever I see, which Luca is so different now, even in the past few months that I've seen him, but before, you know, like he'd get upset and y'all would give in rather than say like, this is what we're doing and stick with it. So explain to me like your parenting style and like why I guess it's a little harder to, you know, tell him no. I mean, I know he is your firstborn and and he's so damn cute. (laughs) gets him in trouble yeah like or gets me in trouble because I just melt um so I feel like I have like more of a soft spot yeah and I I give in of quicker than like Robert yeah which is good you know I'm glad that Robert is like no, he's manipulating you. Like, stop it. Like, it's crazy to think that you know, such a small human oh already knows God, manipulation. They do. It's insane. Yeah. Well, okay. So I have read a couple of books uh, about parenting and discipline and how to like relate to your child. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was One, Two, Three Magic, which I'm halfway through. Guys, I will link these books down below um, in the podcast notes because I think it's so important. If you're a mom, like you're going to have those rough stages. So I'll link anything she mentions down below. Okay. So one was One, Two, Three Magic, and the other one was Love and Logic, which I am, you know, maybe like 45 pages into that book. (laughs) So I uh, obviously have not finished either book. But um, just re- just reading the little bit that I did, I kind of was able to understand a different the child's perspective, basically. Yeah. Like it, it just it opened your mind up to think about how the child is learning, how they're processing things, mm-hmm. and like how why they're communicating in the way that they are. Yeah, and that goes at different stages. Like when they're in the really hard time that I had. Um, was when Luca was, you know, 12, well, probably like 14 months to, I feel like 14 months to like 18, 19, 20 months. I remember being really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would pick him up from Mother's Day out and he would literally just scream at me until Robert got home. Like yeah. it was awful. And I remember, I remember it those was awful days for everybody. Too. I mean, I was pissed when Robert got home. A lot of times I already, I had already like opened up the wine bottle because I was just like, oh my God, I can't deal with this screaming. Like I felt like I was being beat up every day. Yeah. And I remember there was a moment where you texted me and I think Robert was out of town for work and maybe your mom had had Luca and then you had him and then like 
things got rough and you just like, I remember you were like, I am breaking down. Oh, I and... was. And that's when I started going to therapy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it... I mean, real talk. I go to therapy. <laughs> Guys, I think everyone should go to and therapy. I, it was, I mean, I say that it was bad for all of us. It was, it was mentally like I was not in a good place. Yeah. I was really, I think I was, I was anxious maybe a little bit depressed. I mean, I'm obviously not a doctor, but I think I had a little bit of both of those. Yeah. And I think maybe I suffered a little bit of postpartum. Yeah. I mean, I think I definitely, I did. I mean, I had crazy thoughts and I caught, you know, immediately called my doctor and got on some medicine, which helped it, you know, then over time I had to kind of switch up my medicine. Mm -hmm. Um, but so therapy has definitely helped also in kind of just processing, like having a kid and, she's real straight with me. She's like, Lindsay, like you don't deserve to be yelled at for two hours, no. two, three hours by your kid. Like, yeah. you you know, you, that's not normal. Like you need to, here's, she's the one that introduced me to, uh, one, two, three magic. So, I mean, I she's been a great resource to help after you get through read this. that book. Like it's, it was, it, like immediately changed. Yeah, it was crazy. Like the therapy and the book, you just, your whole tune with deal. I hate saying dealing with, but like, well, no, pro- handling, yeah, Luca and, yeah. and the feelings that you had with the fits and just the day to day, like it changed everything. I just remember seeing you one after you read the book and, you know, we're going to therapy, like you're, you're brighter, like just happier. Every, everything was so different in such a good way. And I was like, yeah. damn, I need some therapy because <laughs> that like, just the change was incredible. Well, and, and it was, it really was. I mean, it's so funny. I, I mean, I feel bad saying this, but I literally remember reading the book and <clears throat> it made such a difference. I actually told a couple of my friends, I, we were out we could do a house tour or something. And I actually said like, I actually like my kid now. I mean, I yes. literally, it got to that point where like, I didn't want to be around him because yeah. it was just so hard. Yeah. And so once we had some of those boundaries and he started realizing that we had boundaries and there mm-hmm. were consequences for, you know, not following instructions or yeah. doing whatever, um, you know, it really, it just, he started, I know I heard, sorry, <laughs> if y'all are hearing a weird breathing noise, it is not Lindsay or I, it it's, is uh, it's our chocolate her, lab. her chocolate lab, uh, Guinness. She's, she's precious, sunbathing. but she, the minute she lays that head down, she is a snorer and I think she's underneath the table. So yeah. if you hear it, just be prepared. But, okay. Keep going. I'm so sorry. Um, no, 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 it's okay. So, I mean, I, you know, I actually started liking my kid, which yeah. sounds horrible to say. I don't, it doesn't because one of my other girlfriends, right after she had her baby, she, it was just like, she, the baby cried all the time and she could never make her happy. And I think there was a good six months where she was like, I don't like this child, but I'm taking care of it. And yeah. I think that it's falls hard. in line a little with postpartum. I don't yeah. know much about all of that, but I do know like, the feeling she had of just being like, she's my baby. I'll take care of her, but not like enjoying her. Yeah. You know, obviously it just, it's, it takes a mental toll. And- oh my gosh. Well, and I think that's something that I think a lot of people don't talk about. Is oh, not at all. You think about, you know, like, 
I mean, there's obviously so many ways to acquire a child. Um, but so you think about all those different options, whatever it is for you. Um, and you think about, you know, obviously once you have the child, you know, in your possession, in your arms, whatever, um, (laughs) that acquisition. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, there's adoption, there's surrogacy, there's, you know, know. whatever. Um, but once you have the kid, you know, you're, at least for me, I, I was thinking, you know, that how much fun it's going to be. And you just, you think about all the exciting things, which I guess is good. Yeah. But then for me, it was really hard because I, and I think a lot of moms can, can relate to this and they agree with it, but I, you know, you're immediately thrown into this new role. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. This, everything is new. Um, you know, I was like, who the heck is Lindsay Zamora right now? Like, I don't even know who I am anymore. And I remember also, I mean, you and I, you found out you were pregnant, what, like a week before my wedding? Yeah. Okay. It was really hard to like not tell you. I know. Which I'm like, I am not. <laughs> my mom not... laughed it to everybody at the I know, wedding. Your mom told everyone. <laughs> everyone was like, yeah, Lindsay's mom said that Lindsay's pregnant. Well, and I had I was people like, saying like, don't move that. And I'm like, why? I'm not like, I, I can move stuff. I'm, you know, yeah. just because you're pregnant doesn't mean I can't like yeah, lift like, things. Oh, there are people who are out there like doing power lifting yeah. and being pregnant. I mean, yeah. But I remember right after you had um, you kind of took a little break from your business, which we'll talk a little bit about. Yeah um, work life and balancing all that. But, um, you took a little break and then we were, I guess we were just chatting about, you know, if you're going to get back into business and things like that. And you were like, I can't just be a mom. I need to work and I need to do something for me because you felt like your whole identity was just being this child's mother and you had nothing else. And, um, so I was like, we'll get into work. And you, I remember you even felt bad for even saying that, like that you didn't want to be just a mom, but, and if you are, you know, if that is what you do full time, all power to you. But yeah. I know I couldn't do it full time. Like I would have to have something that felt like me mm-hmm. on the side. So I, I, whenever you first told me that I was like, oh, she doesn't need to feel guilty. I would never judge anyone for needing to have their own thing beyond parenthood. Um, so when you did get back in your business and everything, and I feel like that was a big change for you. And then again, you know, once you hit therapy and all these Mm -hmm. things, like you, I feel like you are back to the Lindsay that I first met. Yeah. Um, and I love that. So I'm I'm just, I'm so happy (laughs) for you because it, it, you can just see a huge difference in everything. Yeah. We made, I mean, I, you know, I think there were lots of changes that we made. Um, but yeah, I, in one, I went into, you know, becoming pregnant and having Luca never thinking like it was not, I knew that I was going to have to take some, you know, maternity leave and mm-hmm. kind of, um, build up my business. Cause before I was, uh, pregnant, I was actually still working in my fashion styling job. Yes. So I was doing both. I was doing wedding planning design and uh, fashion styling. Mm-hmm. And so when I, when I like went on maternity leave and had my baby, that was kind of the turning point that I quit, like officially stopped working my freelance fashion job and yeah. said, I'm just 100% doing weddings. Yeah. Um, so that was three years ago. I know. Um, and 
but I always knew that I I was not the type of person to be a stay-at-home mom yeah I just I've always known that um and I think everybody has to just figure out what works for them absolutely you know I mean and sometimes I think it's also really important to know that it's okay to change your mind absolutely like it's okay to think I'm gonna be a stay-at-home mom like this is what I want to do wholeheartedly and then if you get in it it's okay to be like you know what I think I do want to go back to work or vice versa. Like if you go back to work, I know that a lot of women families do that. I mean, they go back to work and then they decide that they, you know, want to be a stay at home parent, um, you know, mom, dad, whatever. Um, so I think it's okay to also realize you can change your mind for sure. You know, it's okay. (laughs) I'm like, I think we, again, we truly, there's no desire for us to have children, but I did say on the last podcast, if we decided, you know, Hey, we want to do have kids or, um, be parents adoption might be like the way that we go and we would be the older parents, but I see us, if we were to do that, it would be probably like in 10 years. Yeah. Um, which I know, I know people that are, you know, quote unquote, older parents. My mom was an older parent. I think she had me when she was like 38 or 40. Oh yeah. So yeah. My mom had me at 32 and she was like the old mom of all of my friends in high school, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, I I see myself if we go the route of adoption or even I don't know. I don't, I can't see myself pushing a kid out. So maybe like <laughs> I would totally Kim Kardashian it and do like a surrogate. <laughs> I don't. Gosh, I don't even know anything going on in their lives. I know. I don't watch. You're show, not but... pop culture connected. <laughs> but... I feel so lame. I'm like I have no idea who that is. Yeah, no I think. Idea. The reason why I would want to wait so long is because I can't see myself being a parent and not being like fully into that only because of how I was brought up. Um, my mom, like she didn't work until we went to school and then she kind of had to work. But for me, I just, I feel like to give a different like level of love and care to my kids not that my parents didn't I would want to be like fully there whereas you know now if I were to have a kid I would be like I need to work I want to do my own thing I so I feel like maybe in like 10 years I could see myself being like okay I have the energy and the brain capacity to like (laughs) focus on being a mom and wholeheartedly jump into that and for me that's something I just whenever I do something I'm like I have to go 110 percent yeah and I would be right there with you if I had a kid right now I'd be like oh my gosh I can't I can't just be a mom I have to do something else too yeah but um, I think part of that for me was like my creative outlet like I, yes. I needed creativity like I have to I don't know like do some kind of I have to have that outlet. Yes, absolutely. Well, and that just comes from your upbringing too. You come from a pretty creative family, I would say. Yeah. Because your dad was an architect, My dad was an architect. Um, He had his own firm. My mom was a freelance art director. Okay. Um, So she worked for, she mainly did like food. Um, She did a lot of food not styling, but like the art direction behind it. Mm-hmm. So we would, gosh, we would eat like kinks. I mean, I remember getting like these <laughs> tiny little cheesecakes from like Neiman's oh my and goodness. chocolate cigars were 
awesome. What? Like we would get, we would get, she'd shoot the huge like Christmas book, obviously like in July. Uh And so every single summer we'd get all this food and it was awesome. But, I love um, that. And yeah. then your sister, and my is, sister a is a fashion photographer. Fashion photographer. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it and just... And then I got into the wedding world. <laughs> yeah, but, but I yeah. feel like you go about it in such a different way than a lot of planners do, at least in I'm, the Dallas area. Yeah, I mean, I, I say that I'm like a wedding planner, but I am very design-focused. Yeah, so girls, if you are engaged and you know, need a good designer to create a wedding. Lindsay is your girl. She made our wedding so amazing. She always oh. says, Oh, I oh, didn't thanks. even know what I was doing yet. And she did. <laughs> I mean, I'm still learning. We something. still Every get so wedding. many compliments on our wedding and just, you know, it everything about it. Day. So, um, you just are so incredibly talented at what oh, you do. And I love that. So I want to hear a little bit, you know, with all the chaos with motherhood and you know the mental health and uh, your business and everything how has that affected marriage and you know how have you and Robert made it through those like rough moments where you were really struggling um you don't have to go too into depth no no no, it's okay um so I mean I feel like Robert is he was the one that was like telling me what to do like we so we had Luca in well first of all we didn't have him in any kind of Mother's Day out program like it was literally just me and my mom like taking care of him and I mean you know and that that's just what was really hard it was like gosh I can't even send an email out like he you know he kids know when you're like not paying attention to them and they you know they don't like it yeah um so we put him in Mother's Day out and then it was awesome because I actually got like five hours a day to yeah, work. I can only imagine. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but I was able to get so much done. And then it, as my business grew, I just needed more and more time. So, and that was one thing that was really hard is Robert was like, you know, why don't we put him in for longer hours or go to like full-time daycare? Mm-hmm. And I was trying to be like, we can't afford it. Like, you know, because my business, it... I officially went full time, you know, three years ago and it's definitely grown. Like I think the past year and a half, like yeah. just crazy. Oh yeah. I have um, been just blown away by how so, incredible which is, it. Thank you. Well, it's been great, but it's just, um, before that it was just hard, um, you know, trying to juggle like, okay, it's kind of like one of those things that's like, you have to spend money to make money. Absolutely. Like I needed the time. And so to get that time, we had to, you know, obviously pay more money for like more hours for childcare or whatever. Yeah. Um, but so now he's in like full-time Montessori school, which I'm like looking at the calendar and I'm like, oh my God, what are we going to do when you're in kindergarten and you get out at 2.30? <laughs> um, I guess, I don't know, I'll have to talk to some other moms that, you know, work all the time. They're like, where do you send your kid? Um, but that's been a huge help, like having that help from educators basically. Yeah. And just a routine I think is good because while he may have been like, Oh yeah, I'm going to grandma's today or whatever, you know, it kind of was based on when you needed it rather than like that set schedule. Yes, definitely. And it's so funny. I mean, I feel like kids thrive on routine. Oh, they want for sure. And they, you know, they thrive on routine and like boundaries. Like they need 
that's what makes them feel safe, mm-hmm. you know, um, at least in my experience. And so uh, that's definitely been a huge help to, yeah. you know, he knows what's what's coming. And we recently started kind of telling Luca, like, okay, this is what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. You know, as as simple as, like, okay, in the morning, like, you're going to get dressed, you're going to eat breakfast, we're going to pack our bag, and we're going to go to school. Yeah. Like, leg it out, that simple. That way he's like, okay, you know, and we can get him out the door without yeah. a fit. And I saw, so the other night, whenever I got to Lindsay's house, we wanted to go to dinner, and the way for us to get out the door was to say, mom has to go to work. Oh, yeah. um, so, and... Luca did so well with he that. Did so so well. yeah. he's starting to understand now that he, you work and yeah. um, that means you have your time away. And yeah. he was just like, oh, whatever. I'm going to stay here and eat my strawberries. So <laughs> I think that <laughs> is going to turn into a strawberry. <laughs> yeah. I just love it. So I feel like I've said I love it a thousand times. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to cut that back. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you and Robert, you know? keeping romance alive right now especially with everything going on in life like what are do y'all try to have date nights do you what are you doing to just like keep marriage number one or Um, are you keeping marriage number one right now I know there are times when Seth and I let work be number one and we kind of forget to let marriage be a part of what we do um I think that yes we are like working on marriage being number one. Yeah. Um, I mean, we went to couples therapy. Yeah. We did. Uh, we kind of had to take a little bit of a break. It got really, it got hard with Robert's work schedule. Yeah. Um, I mean, because we'd have to do like the latest appointment and it just got a little bit hard with Luca and work. Uh, he's a consultant. So sometimes his client is in different places and, he has to work late and yeah. you know, whatever. So it, we took a little bit of a break. Um, but, and I think honestly that was so helpful for us to go because we realized, uh, that both of us were like the way that we viewed problems were different. Yeah. Like I viewed something very, very minuscule. I, I think, you know, five steps ahead of myself. So I'm seeing something very, very minuscule. But you in already a way have bigger. The I'm blowing it up. Like head. if yeah. we don't deal with this, it's gonna get bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger. And he, you know, just viewed it as like this is like such a tiny thing. Like it's not really an issue. It's just like whatever. And yeah. so um but we kind of through therapy we learned that we're both viewing the same problem very differently. Yeah. And we're reacting to it very differently and you know in that there on my part I can certainly say there's definitely some resentment there like <laughs> why aren't you being as attentive to this yes. you know what I mean yeah and so um it it was just good to like get everything out there yeah and it was like a, an aha moment I think for both of us to realize like oh that's how the other person is processing that that's how they're thinking about that so now knowing that um we can like talk to each other on our own level and Mm -hmm. like just I feel like our communication is so much better now yeah um not to say that you know I mean 
marriages work. Like oh, it's there's so much highs work. and there's lows. You and can't go into it expecting it to be easy no. because that's why I think a lot of things fail for a lot of people. Yeah. And so you yeah. have to work through it. Yeah. So now that y'all so, are on the same wavelength. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. So I think, you know, that was huge for us. Yeah. And it was really good. And, um, it kind of transcends, transcends into all areas. Like with parenting, mm-hmm. we've had to be like, we need to talk about this. Like what is, what, is, what are we doing? What is our disciplinary thing? Like, cause we both, there's not a good guy and a bad guy. Like Luca, yeah. you know, he cannot go to me and I say no. And Robert says, yes, like that's not going to fly. Yeah. That hearing that just in itself, I'm like, my parents did that all the time. <laughs> like yeah. my mom had to always be the bad cop. My dad would be like, I don't know. Go ask your mom. Yeah. So and I mean, so. so just talking about it, I mean, occasionally we'll like slip up and he'll be like, Oh, I didn't realize you said no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> But it's like, okay. Um, so some, I mean, we've kind of like made up little code words a little bit to, mm-hmm. to tell him, uh, you know, where we are on that. But, yeah. um, so I think I don't, we've just really tried to like communicate. Yeah. And I have to be very conscious to like, not hold stuff in. Yeah. I tend to internalize things I, and not say when I'm upset until yeah. it blows up. Yeah. You know, and something as simple as like, why didn't you put your toothbrush up? Is like, it blows up to the saying and it's not even about the toothbrush. Yeah. You know? By the time you get to it, yeah. the toothbrush, it's, it's beyond. Yeah. So yeah. I've had to really <clears throat> be very conscious in speaking up yeah. and using my voice. That's like yeah. what I'm working on with therapy, <laughs> like using my voice. <laughs> I think that's like so necessary. That I have a voice and in, I can use it. In so many aspects of life, not just marriage. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I'm, I'm trying to work on it in all aspects of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Easier yeah. said than done. Cause you've got, so you're so kind, but I totally see how you can just internalize everything Yeah. Uh, because you've got such a soft spirit and it's just, you know quiet and sweet and you know, know. but I have and it I like have. it kind of makes me mad when people say that <laughs> it does. Lindsay and I are not I, friends anymore she is pissed I, at me <laughs> but I mean you know I people think that I well and I I mean I hope that I am like a kind person and well, whatnot but I can definitely sorry your dog just tripped on the fireplace I don't know what she was doing <laughs> um but I mean I can definitely be like well, I'm working on trying to be more assertive. My voice does not carry. I'm literally having to like shout. You know this what? Microphone. For some reason, my but voice right now in this podcast is barely amplified. I think it's the microphone, but you are like up there. So okay. everyone will hear well, you loud I need and clear. This at weddings to just project. <laughs> yeah. Um, Listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Honestly, I forgot too. Oh. Well, I feel like you keep beating around the bush. Oh, where's the romance? What are oh God, what do you and Robert? Ask me this. Uh, I just want to know, know. Like, what do y'all do for date nights? What, what? So, oh well, so we really enjoy cooking. Okay. And yes. I mean, we have a kid, so we don't really. Well, and right now we're like renovating the house, so every weekend that we, exactly. it's not like we go out for a romantic dinner. We yeah. Like well, no, I mean Seth and I don't either. We don't even have kids, and we're <laughs> like uh, dinner in, watch but, a movie um, on the couch. We just, 
and it's it is it's a little hard right now i mean luca like his bedtime routine is like ugh, feels like it's later and later until night. i know the other night you're like oh i think he got in bed by 8 45 oh god <laughs> like yesterday robert got him into bed by 10 and i'm like what the hell <laughs> go to sleep um but we just i'm really trying to be like more present mm-hmm. when i am home yeah um which is hard i mean i it's hard for everyone i'm probably addicted to my phone as is half honestly if i were to ask myself like where do you have your romance in your marriage i'm like i don't freaking know i know but i mean there are little things that we all do like i know like you and robert at least last time i saw you y'all were really into was it game of thrones at the time oh yes you always have like your tv series well and then i i couldn't watch it because it got too graphic and then he would watch it when i'd go to sleep and so like literally he's on i don't even know season seven or something and i i tried to watch the first episode and for all you game of Thrones lovers like i'm glad you love it i couldn't make it past the first episode because of the incest and i'm not like (laughs) Well, incest is just awful no matter what you do. Like, it's not about, like, all the sex and stuff. It was just, like, the incest alone. I was like, I don't know if I can get past this. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the first episode, (laughs) there's some incest. I couldn't get past, like, just the graphicness of, like, cutting people's heads off. Oh, okay. So, okay. That's kind of where I drew the line. I was like, this is just getting too much. Like, it doesn't bother me too much because we really, before it just became like so monotonous loved uh the walking dead okay and so that was really gory and i can't like eat dinner and watch shows like that but i enjoyed the actual storyline and i think that's why a lot of people love game of thrones Mm because they really love the storyline the character lines but yeah i'm the same way where if it gets a little too gory it's hard for me to watch because i need like a day to let my stomach settle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah um, are y'all watching anything right now or what, what's your favorite show to watch with Robert right now? Or do you even have one? It's just life is too busy. Life is a little bit too busy right now. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I watched, I started watching some of the tidying up Netflix thing. Yeah. But, and then I got rid of a bunch of stuff. I think that's what everyone's doing. Seth and I started and he was like, this is making me anxious because he felt like he needed to get up and clean right away. He's the more like tidy of the two of us um, as far as like laundry and things like that. Yeah. Um, So he was like, I can't do this right now. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Like made it like 10 minutes in. I know. I can't. Yeah. So. Um, But I don't know. Back to your question of like the whole romance thing. I don't know. I guess like, one thing that I think is good is I feel like Robert and I like still flirt. Yeah. You know? I think that's so necessary. So, I don't know. Because like, how long have y'all been together? Oh, my God. Um, so we actually met. I can't even remember. We met, I think, in 2007. Okay. Actually, so the, were you in college? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was a sophomore. He was a freshman. We like to joke about okay. that. <laughs> well, Seth always calls me a cougar and I'm yeah, like I'm a, a month and a half older than I, him. I'm a cougar. I'm like a year and a half. <laughs> oh, that's nothing. <laughs> nothing. But um, no, so I think it was Luca. Oh God, you're going to make me do math. Uh, Luca. 
<laughs> Luke was born in 2000. This is so bad. 16. So we. He was okay. born the year after my wedding. Yeah. Yeah. So 2016. So, but what is crazy is that we found out that we actually met nine years to the day that like Luca was born. Really? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. That is crazy. And that's crazy that, uh, when did y'all figure that out? Like when Luca was like two? (laughs) We figured it out when we had to take Luca to get circumcised. Oh, okay. Like to the doctor, like something came up on Facebook or something. And and we were like, oh my gosh, wait. I love that on that day is the day. (laughs) Like, there's so many well, memories, you just, know. We had to take... Well, that's what we did. We're, the we day were you literally... got circumcised is the day we were <laughs> Oh, God. Sorry, Luca. I'm putting all this out there on the internet. I'm, sh- I'm sure by the time he's old enough to listen to this, he's, he's not going to be finding this podcast anywhere. Um, but, yeah. So... But I don't know. Yeah. So we still, like, flirt. And I think that helps. Oh, good. I love that. I think... I said I'd love that again. God damn it. I'm not even, I don't even. Well, I I hear it and I'm like, take a shot if you're drinking every time I say I love that because you'll be drunk by the time (laughs) we get done with this damn podcast. My favorite. And he's like, oh, I've got some tequila. <laughs> God. I'm kidding. No. What time is it? Like 12.25 on know. a Sunday. Yeah. Hey, at least we're drinking past 12. It's just mimosas, people. No judgment. Yeah. Brunch day Sunday or yes. Sunday brunch day. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. I'm not in touch with those things, <laughs> even though sure. I love a good brunch. <laughs> it is my favorite thing. Yeah. Um. Okay. I had another question and damn it, I forgot. Because I'm trying not to like grab my phone or write things down I while know. we're talking. I really okay. want to be present whenever I'm yeah. talking with yeah. people. Um, well, I mean, gosh, we've been going for a good while. This is great. We so, talked a lot about like brotherhood I that know. I thought it, but I like it. I think well, it's important. I think it is important. I think it's so necessary, especially like you said, for moms to know that it's okay if you want to work or if you don't want to work. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't have that mom perspective. And yeah. so it's so nice to bring on friends and every single friend that I have that is a mother, I think you'll all do things a little differently. So mm-hmm. it's it's going to be so good because I have so many friends that are moms that are going to be on this podcast. And it's so good to have all the different views and perspectives because yeah. And you kind of take bits and pieces, like maybe I'll try that or, you know, oh, that doesn't work for my kid. I think that's another thing is realizing what works for your kid. Yeah. I mean, kids are different. You can't, you know. It's so true. I mean, just thinking about my nieces and nephews, each one of them Mm -hmm. was so completely different Mm -hmm. and just the way that they were growing up and acting. And so, yeah, it's just a huge huge balance of things and so I I'm happy that we talked about motherhood and I feel like you really just put a lot out there and so I appreciate that yeah thank you for that trying to be more open and honest yeah (laughs) I think that's great um okay well we kind of like glazed over the amazingness of you doing your home so let's circle back to that real quick because I do want to hear like from your design view and how much you love design, what, when you see yourself, cause I do have some friends also who bought homes and they slowly have to do renovations. Mm-hmm. And I know we were talking the other night and 
you have to, you were saying this is going to have to be a project, like Mm -hmm. little pieces over Mm -hmm. time because to make your home exactly what you want, it's going to be more expensive than you could probably actually sit down and crunch the numbers. And, um, so when you're going, like when y'all were buying this house and thinking about renovations, what was like your process and what in your mind were you thinking as far as, um, how much money are we putting in after we buy, you know, yeah. a home? Well, so I actually hated this house. <laughs> I did. I came in here and I just saw all of the shit that I was going to take out yeah. and redo mm-hmm. literally everything. Yeah. I felt like such a bitch. Like, I, I felt like the biggest bitch. Well, it, again, it kind of goes back to being a parent. Everyone does it differently. <laughs> and while, like... Someone may walk in and be like, this house is exactly I what it I was, would want. So it, it had just killed me because like, uh, you know, somebody flipped it mm-hmm. and it's just, it was all the details and the aesthetics of those details that just were the complete 180 degree opposite direction of what Robert and I's style is. Yeah. Um, so it was a little bit like painful to like know that you paid, you know, for that and you're just going to like rip it out. Yeah. Um, but... In a way, I kind of feel like it was really good for us. Um, So, like, growing up, my dad, he also basically, you know, did a lot of work to our, my childhood home. Mm -hmm. And there was always, like, sawdust going on in the garage, and he was always working on it. There was always blue tape in the windows because we're painting. I, I mean if I could peel back the layers of paint in my childhood home, I think I repainted and redecorated literally like seven times <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> from like five to, you know, 18. Wow. Um, so it's something that I just like doing and mm-hmm. Robert has liked doing projects too. Yeah. So in a way it's kind of like a bonding experience for See, us. Like there we, we go. That's we what you're like, doing to keep marriage we, which, and things. You know, it sounds so stupid. Like no, we, you know, I don't think it does paint at the all. walls together, but, uh, but we both enjoy it. Yeah. And you know, I also feel like aesthetics, personal aesthetics and tastes change. And I mm-hmm. think they evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a way, I'm kind of glad that we are forced to take it phase by phase. Yeah. And in that process, I've also become less of a diva and I'm like, okay, we don't have to rip out the bathroom right now. Like, yes, I don't (laughs) love that tile, but there are other things that I would rather do to the house first. Like I, it doesn't, you know, I've kind of like come down a little bit. (laughs) And the good thing is, is like, I understand completely where you're coming from with like the bathroom and the tile, but it's so much better than like walking into a bathroom or let's say kitchen and being like, this shit needs to go now. It was, it was, the house is completely 180% livable. Yeah. Like Like, more than livable. Yes. Yes. Which was great. Cause we were looking at some houses that it was like, we have to, you literally, it's, You're you just have, have to, to gut get it. it. That's what Seth and I are going to have to do in the city we live in. It's and, awful. And that's where we were really looking at numbers. And it was like, I don't think we can afford to do this by the time it's all said and done. Yeah. Because we have champagne taste, taste on, on a, a beer, beer budget. budget. I mm-hmm. mean, you know. It's my mom's favorite as, saying. <laughs> I mean, like, 
of course I'm going to want designer everything. Yeah. But oh, I, for sure. You know, if we didn't win the lottery, so. Yeah. Well, and I think a good thing with you being in the wedding planning and design world, you always know how to find ways to say, well, we can try to give you, you know, what you're wanting, but yeah. like find a less expensive option that is still just as beautiful. Yeah. And I feel like that's something you can apply into the home design world, at least in my head. I don't yeah. know. Well, and it's so funny because I feel like um, sometimes brides don't understand what like a wedding designer is. Oh, yeah. I and have I, the hardest time explaining that to I, them. I, I know. Sometimes I feel like I do, too. <laughs> like, this is what I do. <laughs> um, but I, it's so funny, like, in kind of in doing the house, it made me think about things just, like, slightly different. And I just feel like what I do is, you know, I'm able to take two different place settings that are the same price, mm-hmm. but one charger is like beaded frosted glass and the other one is marble mm-hmm. they have they're the same price they do the same thing they're both chargers yeah but they have completely different aesthetics yeah completely different feels so like with weddings with houses it's you know everything does the same purpose but it's like what aesthetic what feel do you want it to have yeah so yeah. finding that out and making, making that happen, happen. yeah, yeah. So do you ever see, because I feel like you and Robert are like missing a huge business opportunity. Do you ever (laughs) We've joked about it. Do you ever see yourselves like going into the housing, like home flipping business? No, No, never. You're like, that's when our marriage would end. (laughs) Yes. No, I, I like doing it, but I think I like it because it's like a personal thing. It's not work. I agree. Um, it's sometimes it's easier to do like those design things for yourself versus trying to do it for someone else and yeah I'll just stick to weddings yeah I I think well weddings are hard enough as it is yeah but I love it yeah yeah so let's touch on a little bit of your business and that whole aspect I one thing I guess whenever I put this out I was like it's not going to be super business related and I think that's more for me like I don't want to have to touch on what I do business-wise. And yeah. I'm a wedding photographer. I love it. I shot a wedding last night. That is why I sound like a man because <laughs> there was a band and we had to scream to talk to each other. But it was mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah. Um, but that's what I do. But I do want to hear about, you know, my friends and how they're living their lives and working a business and being a mom and renovating a house. So, like, tell me a little more about how just, I guess with this whole conversation, we've talked about how running your business right now and just doing things is, how is that fitting into your life currently? Cause it feels like things are, you know, a little busy and crazy right now. You know, I tend to take off a lot, like try to do a lot of things <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Um, which is good and bad. Uh, but so it's, I've, I've really, I've had to force myself to like get out of the house yeah, and go, I have a studio, um, not far from my house. So I have to like force myself to try to go there mm-hmm. or, uh, it was a little bit hard because at the beginning there were, uh, like just in the whole selling buying process, there was inspections and house showings and 
all the things contractors coming over to like fix stuff at our house so I felt like I've been kind of working from home for the past 90 days which uh, has been a little bit hard just because like I said earlier I'm the type of person that I have to have everything like organized and in its place Mm -hmm. to be able to like focus so I have had to um really try to shut my brain off of the house Mm -hmm. and really focus on my clients um and it's funny like I hadn't been in in my studio in a while I'd been kind of like working from home and I went to the studio to work one day and it felt so good to To just like get away immerse myself in work Mm -hmm. and you know not think about the house yeah so yeah I'm just trying to get my new home office up and running so I yeah. can uh, And her that, house but... has the best light and her office, well, what's going to be her office <laughs> is just like, that would be where I'd start my morning every day. Yeah. I would like get, well, I don't drink coffee anymore. Uh, so, I know. I'm so impressed. I know. I tr- so I, I yesterday I was so tired and I stopped to grab a coffee on the way to my wedding. And like after two or three sips, I was like, I feel weird. Like coffee is not what does it for me anymore because yeah. I stopped drinking it. And so I threw that away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll try it. You know, I need a little a little pick me up. And it was the first wedding of the year. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyways, but that that is where I'd start my morning if I were you every day. Just like answering emails with the sun on my skin. Like. Her, her office is just amazing, you guys. So Yeah. I can't wait to see. I really can't wait to see when the whole house is just, like, done and you've got in, like, the lighting fixtures and oh all gosh, the so little you details. You and me both. I can't wait. <laughs> Where's it going to be? It's going to be three years. Well, you know, and that's okay. I think, like you said, it's it takes time. And yeah. this, I mean as far as I know for y'all is going to be where you're going to be for a while. So I hope I, so. I think I it's really too. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine. <laughs> Although I said that about my last house and I think I was trying to make it work and finally yeah. just had to realize that this was not our forever home. Yeah. But, but this house is wonderful. Well, I love, you. I just love it. It's just Excited so beautiful. To have you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll be here all the time. <laughs> you better be when I, you're in Dallas. Oh, I will. I mean, trust me, I'll be in Dallas a lot this year, so you'll be seeing me a ton. And we have a wedding together, so I, I can't wait. So that's exciting. Um, I, was, I was trying to think if there was anything else I wanted to touch on. Was there anything else you wanted to throw in there as far as? Uh, well, baby. So you had mentioned that you couldn't wait to, like, if you lived here to, like, start your emails in the morning. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's something that I'm working on is like my morning routine. Yeah. So, Oh yes, that is. And that's a big part of everything we've been talking about. A good morning routine. So I actually feel like I, well, one, I really am trying to start my days like more intentional. Mm -hmm. Um, not actually answering emails like immediately, but kind of building my like to do list Mm -hmm. for the day. Um, and I want to try to carve out some time to do some kind of like artistic thing. So I don't know if that's like sketching or painting. Yeah. But I want to kind of like really try to implement that. Yeah. Into like my let work that day. be. I know so many to people. To like get started. Yeah. And, just like your morning meditation. Yes. I know that it differs for everyone in so many different ways, but 
Yeah, I think that's something that everyone needs to do. I need to do that. Like, yeah. I need a morning routine. Right now, my morning routine is waking up, letting the dogs outside, leaving the door cracked so they can let themselves in, yeah. and going and brushing my teeth, and then, like, laying in bed and looking at Instagram for a minute before I, like, get, <laughs> get dressed and get to work. Get good. yeah. And, <laughs> that's not a good morning routine. I, I need yeah. to stay off my phone and focus on me. So I love oh, I've, that. Had to, I've had to turn off notifications. Oh, oh, I turned my notifications off forever yeah. ago. And I, my phone is pretty much on do not disturb 95% of the time, That's unless awesome. I'm expecting a call from someone who I don't have their number saved. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I forget to take it off of that. <laughs> so, I mean, let's be real. I hate talking on the phone. I will, of course, in our like line of work, we kind of have to. Yeah. Sometimes but, it's just easier to. Yeah. But I'm like, just email me for the most part. <laughs> if you can, yeah, that'd be yeah, great. Yeah. Um, okay. So I wanted to ask you, I've got like this little book of questions. Okay. So I was going to ask you a few random ones in here. And um, yeah. So maybe I'll throw like three or four little rapid fire questions. Okay. One of them is just funny. I'm ready. Um, what is currently under your mattress? Nothing. nothing because it's on the floor <laughs> <laughs> we are living in our extra guest extra room, bedroom guess, yeah extra guest room literally don't have a bed frame mattresses on the floor so we have nothing <laughs> <laughs> i love that uh, see again take your shot people because i just said i love that again <laughs> oh my gosh i'm just annoyed with myself okay I'm going to pull another question. Okay. What drives you the craziest about Robert? <sighs> um, <laughs> he doesn't throw things away. Uh, like so, I mean, like a hoarder type thing or like he'll finish a... a, a... Both. Okay. Both. A little he'll, bit. A little Both. 100% both. So he's not a hoarder, but like <laughs> in the garage. I mean, he buys tools. And, like, he'll keep literally the cardboard box that they came in and pack them back up. And I'm like, just throw that shit away. What are you doing? And so it's just, like, little stuff like that. Like, he keeps everything, which is funny. My dad did the same thing. Uh, Okay. But then... Well, I kind of love that then because it's, like, a little touch of your dad. you know, it's, like, whatever. Yeah. I've learned to just... See, I throw everything away. So... I've had to we learn. balance each other out. <laughs> I've had to learn to be better because I feel like my parents are like borderline hoarders. Oh, no. <laughs> they have so yeah. much stuff. Yeah. Um, See, we live very minimally. Yes. And so Seth and I, same now. Like our house is just, when we moved, it made things so much easier. Like we got rid, rid of, of everything. Yeah. I sold so many of my old clothes and they were really nice. And it was hard to let them go because I was like, they're so nice. But yeah. now somebody else is enjoying them. Yeah. And I made a lot of money selling all See, my stuff. I so just that don't have really the nice. energy to like do that. I tried and nobody wants my stuff. No, just take it to like a resale store. Well, like, I did. They told me to go to like the older sister store. Oh my gosh. Like my clothes they, were too old. They did that to me too. <laughs> but you know what? I went over there and made like $400. So. What? Oh yeah, I I had a ton of stuff because I used to work in retail and I worked at Ann Taylor. Shout out to Ann Taylor. Oh, um, so you had like so I had a lot of stuff. nice stuff in there. Okay. Like we don't buy Ann Taylor here. You can take it over next door. And I was oh, like, geez. way to shame me for yeah. the clothes. And they were really cute. You do not have to be forty five to wear Ann Taylor. People, I was wearing it at twenty, and I always got compliments. So it's just about finding the right pieces yep. and pairing them with the right things. Yep. High low. Yes, I agree. 
Okay, I'm just asking some random questions. What do you think is the appropriate age for having sex for the first time? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I don't want people to hate me. I don't think they're gonna. I'm gonna Um, say I think when you're in love and when you're maybe like 18. (laughs) Oh, I was gonna say college. (laughs) But see, we're so different. Whatever. Yes, I think. You you should. I just said eighteen because that was me. Oh okay. Well, I oh, sorry, mom. <laughs> she has she thought it was a virgin till I was married. No, <laughs> it's a lie. Okay, so I think it's important to not be a virgin me when you're married. Too. It's such an important part of your relationship. Yes. And like, I don't know. I uh, no. I one hundred percent agree. And I know we both have clients that. You know, it varies with our clients, but I know I have some young clients who are very, you know, religious and believe in waiting until marriage. But listen, it's just like buying a car. You test drive that shit (laughs) before you take it home. And that is what you do. What's that? And I'm not saying when you're like 16, if my no. niece or nephew yeah. are listening to this, That's why I feel you like two wait until you're I, older. Like, yes, I don't know. I just, I, I, I always, it, cause it is emotional, especially, I mean, I think, you know, girls and guys like obviously mentally like process it differently, oh, but totally. I, I think you mentally have to be ready. Well, and I, maybe that's the better answer yeah. as long as you're like mentally ready. And I have said before, because Seth and I, I think we were together. It took us a long time to even have our first kiss. We were so different back then, like a little more like religious and like we thought, oh, we must wait until marriage for sex. And then we got like, you know, six months to a year into the relationship and we're like, we think we're ready to have sex. We're in love. And my biggest thing is I wanted to know if I was going to do that with someone, I wanted to be in love with him. And I was in love with Seth, and I mean, we've been together since we were 17, Um, and so, yeah, he may have been, like, my first and only everything, but that's not to say that if we weren't dating, I wouldn't have, you know, been around the block, not in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know, my sister was a different story. She kind of, like, slept with anyone. (laughs) Sorry, Chelsea. Um, (laughs) And so I also was like, I do not want to be like that. You know, you kind of learn from your siblings and Mm -hmm. parents like mistakes or choices. And with watching my sister, I was like, oh, heck no, I'm not going to be that. Um, But yeah, I I agree with you. Like college is a good time because you are learning who you are, but you are also are smart enough to know like to make smart choices about yeah. I just think you're your a little bit older, and... you're a little bit wiser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. I completely agree. But yeah, I'm not like, hey, you must wait until marriage to have sex. I don't know. You, you got to test that out. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's find one more good one. Oh, this is a good one. It's a little deep. Um, but... I don't know. It kind of goes back to marriage and what we're talking about. Does marriage expand or restrict your sense of possibilities in life? Like the things you feel like you can do in your life. Do you feel like marriage helps that or like it holds you back a little? And I don't think that's a bad thing if you feel like marriage has kind of held things back because Um, I I don't know. I think there's like reasons for it all. For me, it's definitely not held me back. Yeah. Um, I mean, I 
I don't know. I feel Robert was the one. He's been like my biggest supporter. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, you know, I made a career change. Yeah. Um, even before I having Luca, I mean, I remember we lived, uh, where did we live? Like lower Greenville area. And I remember walking to Torelli's or something um, and saying, hey, you know, so I think I want to get into the wedding industry and kind of being like, that's going to be some nights and weekends like that mm-hmm. I'd be working. That's, you know, obviously different than your schedule. And so, you know, I don't know. He's just, he's always supported me and I feel like we support each other in so many different aspects yeah. of our life. Um, so I feel like we've grown, we've definitely grown together. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I don't, I don't think that we like hurt or hold each other back at all. Yeah. That's what I said in the podcast with Seth. And I love that you didn't listen to that one yet. No, I haven't. Um, because that is exactly, I, I don't know if I said it or he said it, but we said like, we've grown together and like that, that's a huge, with me, the same thing. Like, I don't feel like we've held each other back in any way. Seth yeah. has, he was the biggest supporter whenever I decided I wanted to go the photography route mm-hmm. and with everything I've ever wanted to do. And he knows I'm such a dreamer. And yeah. if I want to do something, I'm going to do it if, yeah. as long as I get like that mindset mm-hmm. and I'm ready to go. And he always pushes me to it. You know, like even with this podcast, I was, I've wanted to do it for probably three years and been terrified. And he saw how much I wanted to do it. And one of my close friends also, which I'm going to interview her later today, which will come out, I think in two weeks. Um, she was like, you need to do it. Like, I feel like you have like a good voice to do it. And Seth 100% was so supportive and obviously he was cause he was my first guest and yeah. <laughs> he was so fun. And, uh, he was like, yeah, I'll come, we'll do it again. And so mm-hmm. I'm excited because he is so supportive with everything that I do. And so supportive with, he was talking to his mom and his mom was asking if I liked the city that we just recently moved to. And if I was making friends and he was like, no, she doesn't really need to make friends here. All of her like good friends are all over the place. And whenever she wants to see him, she can go anytime, you know, cause we don't ever try to hold each other back. And he's like, you do what you want to do. You know, like, yeah. even if I were like, I'm not going to come home on Monday. I'm going to stay and hang out with Lindsay all day. He'd be like, okay, see you on yeah. Tuesday, you know? Yeah. So I, that, I think that's so important in a relationship and I mean, I agree with what you said. I feel like Robert has always been so supportive mm-hmm. of you just from the time I've known y'all and like with the workshops that I went to where you were designing them, mm-hmm. he was always there helping and building <laughs> structures and calming Back when you I down. I tried to do everything myself. I have since learned. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I think it's so important to find a partner like that mm-hmm. and you I got know. a good one, even I on know. the days where he pisses you off for not throwing things away <laughs> oh god I, I would be screwed if like anything ever happened to him <laughs> I tell Seth that I'm like I don't know what I would do without you like and I said in the last podcast I, I didn't need you I wanted you but now I'm like man what am I gonna do if you know I don't have him? I know right I knock on this freaking wood table um oh okay so I have one more okay. final question do you believe in like the universe and like signs from the universe and like I feel like I do kind of believe, I guess I do believe in like universe. Yeah. I believe in karma. Like I think kind of what goes Mm -hmm. around comes around. Yeah. Um, 
So, and I think that there are little, I don't know, I think there are sides yeah, in the universe, like, like little things that happen that, yeah. I, or, yeah, I believe in coincidences. Like, yes, I, I don't know. Totally. I just, I don't think everything happens for a reason. Like I, I just, I hate that saying. Cause I'm like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. But I do believe in like, you know, like there are signs of little things that lead you in like down certain paths in life Yeah. that you may not even notice. So yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to ask that. It just popped into my head and I was like, I wonder what Lindsay thinks. So. I mean, I don't know. Like just little things that like literally come into my mind. And I didn't even know this until semi recently, but, uh, so my dad passed away, mm-hmm. um, when I was 17, mm-hmm. uh, from cancer and we, so I was still in high school. I was a junior when it happened. Um, and it must, I guess it was, uh, probably within a year of that happening, my mom said that she was at home. She still lives in, in the house. Uh, but she got this box of beer delivered to the house. Mm-hmm. And it was my dad's, like, favorite beer. She didn't order any beer. Oh, how funny. Like, like that was weird. Yeah. And then she said that she had a friend over, and they, like, had a bottle of champagne or wine out. And I don't know... She might have to tell me the story again, but somehow, like, the cork just, like, popped off without, like, unscrewing it. Yeah. And and it was just, she felt like that was, like, somehow my dad, like, just being there. Not like a ghost, but, like, his presence. And, like, it's, like, so I feel like that was, like, that's how I believe, like, the universe. Like, I'm not super, I'm not a super religious person. Yeah. Um. But I do, I mean, of course, I hope that, like, my dad is out there and he could see us. And, yeah. like, he knows what's going on with us. I don't know how that actually, like, I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. But I hope that he is able to, like, see his family. Yeah. You know. I totally, like, jumping on that same kind of story, it's so funny because it just happened over Christmas. Um I really, my, my grandparents, my parents, or my mom's mom and dad were like my favorite. I adored them. They were the best. And so for Christmas, I was like, Seth, I'm going to make my grandpa's brisket. Cause like pretty much all he would do is like buy a brisket, like throw some like onion soup mix and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, on it and then throw it in the oven for a few hours or a few, it's like several hours. So it gets like tender and pretty much like a pot roast, but it like the smells of it all through the house and everything. We made the meal, sat down and it was a really beautiful day. Cause in where we live, like it just doesn't get cold. So we're eating dinner on Christmas day. We've got our back doors, uh, open and we're just talking about my grandpa. And then all of a sudden this like red Cardinal comes and like sits down on one of the plants in our yard And I was talking to Seth and I was like, I'm pretty sure that someone told me that a red cardinal is a sign of like a lost loved one. And I looked it up and uh, as far as the internet goes, I mean, it could be completely wrong, (laughs) but it said that that is 
a sign of a lost loved one. And so I don't know. I just felt like we were having that dinner and like reminiscing on my grandfather. And I called my mom and was like, oh, the meal was so good. All I thought about was grandpa the whole time. And then I told her about the red cardinal and she was like, that is so amazing. I think that, that is was him. amazing. I think so too. So, That's yeah. so cool. So like, it was he, just, that's just like the universe's way of saying like yeah. he is here. He's, yeah, and he's still watching, probably yeah. judging the fact that I'm not like doing some like oh, businessy stop. career. Oh, he he thought it was crazy whenever <laughs> I wanted to become a wedding photographer. He was like, "Good luck making money," but you know that he was also like 80. So in his <laughs> mind, he's like, what, "How do people do that?" I know. You know? They did, everything is completely different from when so he was married. Different, so yeah. so different. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was yeah. really cool. That's, so that I is love, really cool. yeah, I like that. Yeah. I'm going to start looking out for some red cardinals. Now. I know, I know. So I, I just, it made me so happy and I thought it was just the sweetest moment and mm-hmm. I don't know, I, it just kind of fit with your story, yeah. but yeah. Well, I feel like we had such good conversation. I had a lot of fun. And you, I, I appreciate like your openness and your of honesty course. because it's so important for other people out there to know, like you can talk about needing therapy and mental health and postpartum and yeah. needing a break from your kid. And yeah. it's okay to have mom guilt because every mom does. And, you know, while in my world, I'm like, you don't need to be guilty. Like, don't feel guilt. But I get why you do because that little thing is connected to you, yeah. you know, for the rest yeah. of your life. So I really, I'm so happy that you let me sit down in your house and, you know, record with you. And, um, if you guys like this podcast and want to hear more, go to Apple podcast, Google podcast. There's, I mean, pretty much anywhere where you can subscribe to a podcast, subscribe, rate, review, and hopefully I'll have Lindsay on again in the future. I think that would be so fun and we can have, you know, I don't know different conversation or kind of update on, you know, things going on in your life. So thanks again for listening. And I can't wait for y'all to listen again soon.